You're listening to the Wear Wag Repeat Podcast, the only show 100% dedicated to highlighting women in all areas of the pet industry. I'm your host, Tori Mystic, and today I have a new solo episode for you that is going to accelerate the productivity in your pet business and also make you happier. And all you need is 15 minutes at a time. Tell me more, right? So I have been personally uh, experimenting with this method, and I knew I wanted to do an episode about this concept of working in 15-minute chunks. And I actually used ChatGPT, our bestie, our intern, (laughs) our AI assistant to help me do some research, and I discovered some really Um, compelling and interesting research that has been done over the years going back to the 1920s about why this method of working in 15-minute chunks or 30-minute chunks or one-hour chunks, whatever you want to do, why that is so effective and how it makes people more productive. So in this episode, I am going to talk to you a little bit about um, what what I've been doing and what how I've been implementing this 15-minute or 30-minute chunks kind of method of working. I should have thought of a different word than chunks. That kind of makes me think of vomit, but <laughs> bear with me. Maybe that's just the dog mom and me speaking. <laughs> I can relate anything to like some sort of dog thing. Um, so hopefully no one's dog is vomiting when they hear me talk about chunks. Okay, moving on. I should should I edit that out? No, we'll leave it in. Okay. So I will talk to you about how I've been implementing this method myself in my business. Then I'm going to share with you some of this really compelling research and facts about why this method is so effective. Then of course, you know that I am going to give you some examples of how you can implement this in your own business and um, give you some solutions in case you are struggling with implementing this at all. So first off, um, I want to tell you a little bit about um, how I kind of got into this. Um, There's something called the Pomodoro method that you might have heard of before. And basically the Pomodoro method is that you work for a certain length of time and then you take a break for a shorter amount of time. So you might work for 25 minutes and then take a five minute break. And I've heard this um, referenced in helping helping you be more productive, but I've also heard it referenced in, um, you know, like health kind of studies that getting up from your desk, you know, it's not good to sit at your desk for like eight hours, right? We all know this. Um, So it's good to kind of get up and stretch your legs or move your eyes away from your screen. There's all kinds of studies that suggest that you should focus um, further away than your screen and, and just not be looking at a screen all the time. So the Pomodoro method can not just help you be more productive, but I think it's also good for your health to get up from your desk or to look away from your devices from time to time. And so I've recently been implementing this in like 15 minute chunks and the activity that kind of sparked this for me recently, I've done the Pomodoro method before. I have a really great timer uh, in my office that I will link to in the show notes for this that you can get on Amazon that just 
times you for 15 minutes, 30 minutes, 60 minutes, whatever it is that you want. Um, and, and I found timers like that to be really effective because it's not reliant on your phone. So you can actually put your phone in like a different room because that's usually what distracts me. So I've been kind of dabbling in this Pomodoro technique or Pomodoro method for, I don't know, maybe eight or eight years, five, eight years, something like that. Um, but most recently I got into this about a month ago because I needed to clean my basement. (laughs) I live in a house that is 110 years old and my basement really kind of leans in to that 110 year old concept (laughs) and it is dusty. It is dirty. It is crumbly. It has spiders. Occasionally it has mice. (laughs) So the idea of going down there and cleaning my basement was really not appealing to me at all. It was like an episode of fear factor. But just one day, a couple weeks ago, I decided, you know what, Tori, let's go down there set a timer for 15 minutes and just do what you can accomplish in 15 minutes. And when the timer goes off, leave, put down whatever you're doing, go upstairs, go about your day. And I did that five days in a row and my basement is spotless. Um, I might've done more than 15 minutes for some of the chunks, but it really kind of got me started. I was really procrastinating because like I said, it was dirty and dusty and scary down there. (laughs) Um, It also helped. I put some more lights up, so that made it a little bit less scary. Um, And I had some heavy duty gloves and goggles and stuff just in case a spider wanted to like jump on my face, (laughs) which didn't happen. Um, But by starting and by telling myself, you only have to do this for 15 minutes, okay? I was like, I can handle that. And then the next day I was like, okay, only 15 minutes. I can do this. And by the end of the week, my basement was in fact clean and I'm not going to be hanging out down there, but now I have crossed off a big to-do that was on my list for like literally years. So let me share with you some of the research about why this is so effective. Um, There was a study done by a company called DeskTime, which is um, like a work timer app or website or something like that. And so DeskTime did a study and they found that the most productive people worked for 52 minutes and then they took a break for 17 minutes. So think of that as like maybe if you worked for one hour and then took a 15 minute break, that would be roughly similar to that or work for 45 minutes and take a 10 minute break or something like that. They found that in this study, these people were not just slightly more productive, but they were extremely by far the most productive people in the entire study. So the reason why this is, according to the study, is that your brain naturally works in bursts. So you get a burst of high activity followed by a a rest period or a period of less activity. So when you can kind of lean in, like biohack your brain to work in this rhythm of high activity and then low activity and then high activity and then low activity it actually allows your brain to recharge and rest throughout the day so that you can go back to your task with a more focused mind, more energy, more creativity, and um, you can just get a whole lot more done. 
Another study that I found thanks to my little AI intern here, <laughs> which I was so excited to discover, is something called the Zygarnik, Zygarnik, okay, we're not exactly sure, the Zygarnik effect. So there was a woman in the 1920s named Bluma Zygarnik. I think I'm saying that correctly. She was a Soviet psychologist and psychiatrist. And in the 20s, she was out at a restaurant and she noticed that the waiters seemed to remember complex orders while they were still in process. So people would, you know, say, oh, I don't want um, butter on mine or make sure that I want to trade the broccoli for green beans or like all these complicated things that people come up with. I'm sure even back in the 1920s, people were high maintenance <laughs> with their food orders. And she found that waiters could keep track of all of this just in their minds. But once the order was delivered to the table, they completely forgot all the details. They erased it from their mind. So Intrigued by this, she designed a series of experiments to, to study this a little bit further. And so this concept, which is now known as the Zygarnik effect, it suggests that incomplete tasks create a state of tension in your mind, and it keeps them at the forefront of our memory. So by kind of thinking about that concept, if you have a bunch of ta if you have a big task that you're trying to work on, um, say you're doing something like writing a blog post or updating your website, something that is very complex and that you need hours to do, if you break it up into smaller chunks, uh, your brain actually wants you to finish that task. So that's what she found. She found that the only way to kind of resolve this tension in our minds by these unfinished tasks was to finish them. So naturally, we don't really want to give up on things and abandon things. Naturally, our brains actually want to complete the thing, to check off the things on the list. So if you take breaks, and whether you're like me, cleaning the basement for 15 minutes each day, um, or if you're going to do the same task throughout the day, your brain actually is going to want to return to that. So how I can kind of describe this is that sometimes I'm in the middle of writing a long blog post and I sit there for far too long and I get burnt out by it and then I don't finish it and I don't want to look at it anymore <laughs> and it sits in my drafts for days or weeks or months or years or never gets published, right? Oh my gosh, this is a something I struggle with all the time. So according to Zygarnik's effect, the Zygarnik study, if I were to follow Bluma's advice um, and work on things in smaller chunks of time, my brain would actually be more motivated to come back and finish that task, to wrap it up, instead of working on it continuously and kind of burning myself out. Okay? You with me here? So one more quick study I want to share with you, um, or just another concept, is something called time boxing. And time boxing is a little bit different than the Pomodoro method. So with Pomodoro, I might say I'm going to work for 15 minutes and then I'm going to take a break and then I might come back to this task for 15 minutes, for example. With time boxing, you actually decide in advance how much time you're going to allocate to a certain task and you're going to finish that thing in that amount of time. So this requires a little bit more forethought and planning to say, I'm going to need 
one hour to film my reels that I want to publish this week, or I know I'm going to need 30 minutes to reply to the emails I have to reply to. So you in advance decide how much time you're going to need to do these things. And a study from the Harvard Business Review found that people who use time boxing were more productive and also they were happier at the end of their day because they felt like they had accomplished everything and they weren't rushed and there was nothing that was unfinished um, when they gave themselves the correct amount of time to do what they had to do. And actually, my mom has told me that she breaks up her day in this way sometimes as well. And she is very accomplished. So I would take her work advice. Um, some more ways that I've been implementing this kind of time boxing and, and Pomodoro, just to give you some examples. I do use this a lot with blogging. As some of you might know, I'm in the midst of a 30-day blogging challenge where I'm trying to write 22 blog posts in June. That's for every weekday. I knew I was not going to be able to do one for every single day. But by blogging every single day, every weekday, in some way, I found that I'm not necessarily hitting publish every single day, but I'm making progress on drafts. I'm filling in research. I'm pulling quotes from people. I'm just getting more excited. I'm doing my keyword research. And by doing it a little bit every day, instead of putting it all off and only doing it one day per week or saying, oh, I, I haven't done this in days or weeks. Now I'm going to have to spend eight straight hours on it that does not work for me. It's much better if I can just do an hour a day or an hour in the morning and an hour in the afternoon or something like that. Same thing on Pinterest. This month in Wear, Wag, Repeat Society, our, focused is, our focus is Pinterest for petpreneurs. There's been some updates to Pinterest just in the last month, and they have some new features rolling out and um, new capabilities that make it even easier and more fun to promote your business on Pinterest. And the advice that I've shared with people in Wear, Wag, Repeat Society is, again, set aside 15 minutes on your calendar every day this month or a few days per week this month and see what you can accomplish on Pinterest and watch your traffic grow over the next few months just by putting in 15 minutes here and there. Those of you who are dog trainers or who have trained your own dogs also know that training in five or 15 minute increments and then taking a rest is the most effective way to train your dog as well. I've also been implementing this in my new favorite hobby, which is quilting. I've been um, quilting a new pillow, and I told myself I would spend just a little bit of time each morning working on that, and by the end of this week, I should have a brand new pillow all done. So I'm very excited about what I've been able to accomplish in just 15-minute chunks or 30-minute chunks or one-hour chunks, whatever it is that the task requires and how much time I have in the day as well. So overall, I found that working in this method reduces burnout, it boosts productivity, and it actually makes me excited to return to the task the next day. So I'm really excited for you to apply these methods in your own pet business, uh, and I, I hope that you can do this this week. Please let me know if this works for you. So some examples of what you can do, what you can set a time limit for or set a timer for would be replying to emails, sending out influencer pitches, recording videos, editing videos, 
browsing social media and interacting with with people, commenting on posts and things like that. Those are all kind of things that you can chunk into little pieces of time. But I also want to give you ideas for bigger things that you can do. So if you're doing something really big, like you need to reorganize your office or you're planning a new course or a collection or you're writing a book or maybe you're working on a new certification of some kind. If you just tell yourself, okay, I'm going to take the first hour of every day, or I'm going to take my lunch hour every day and work on this thing, you can actually get all of those big things accomplished eventually. You're not going to accomplish them today or tomorrow, maybe not even the next day, but that's okay. If you do a little bit at a time, studies show that you are going to be more productive, you're going to be more satisfied, and you're going to really get the things done that you need to get done eventually. So I also did this with my canine enrichment certification um, because it was a really big, thorough course. There was a lot of work to do, and then there was a lot of homework to do for it, and I was feeling very overwhelmed by it. So I just told myself, you know, Tori, just do one lesson a day. And what do you know? I did get it done. So as you are implementing this, I just want to give you a few solutions to your problems that I foresee that you might have with this. So if your problem is that you have a hard time sticking to the time limit and you're kind of going over it and then hours go by and you're like, oh, I forgot to take my break. The solution to that is just set a timer. Again, I'm going to link to this little cube timer that I have um, that I really love. You can also just use your phone um, or put on a TV episode that you know is going to be 20 minutes long or 30 minutes long um, if that's how you like to work. Just make it work for you. If your challenge is that you find it hard to concentrate on the task during the time, The solution I want to propose is that you just start slow and small and try activities that don't require a ton of focus. So maybe starting a new blog post from scratch is going to be really overwhelming to you. But if you use this time to maybe reply to comments on social media, that doesn't require a lot of focus. Um, You can just do, it takes, takes like 25 seconds to do each one, you can do that and start that way and kind of train your brain to focus on things for a certain amount of time. If your challenge is that you get distracted by other people in your house, by your pets, by notifications, etc., the solution to that is simply turn off your notifications. Good Lord, I cannot believe that people have notifications turned on on, on Instagram. It, it Turn those off. (laughs) Just save your sanity. Give yourself a much better, happier existence by turning off notifications for social media. That would be my biggest piece of advice, but I'm getting off topic here. So turn off your notifications. Uh, If you use a mail program, like I use Mac Mail or Outlook or something, turn off, quit that program while you're doing your work, unless your work's replying to emails, of course. Uh, If you are in a room where you can close the door, do that or put on some headphones or some noise canceling headphones. Maybe if you're working on something that really requires your focus, turn off your Wi-Fi. I know that sounds insane, but if you're working on something that doesn't absolutely require the internet, turn off your Wi-Fi. And then that way you won't be as distracted to go look at other things. 
one more challenge that I might hear you saying to yourself as you listen to this is that 15 minutes is not enough time. And that's okay. (laughs) This is not a hard and fast rule. You can pick a longer length of time. Remember that desk time study that I referenced? It said people worked for 52 minutes and then took a 17 minute break and they were the most productive people. So you can do that. You can work for 52 minutes or 60 minutes or whatever it is. I think the important part is that you set a time limit that you actually do take the break. And maybe the break is going outside. Maybe it's petting your dog. Maybe you take a nap. Maybe you eat a snack. I don't know. Do whatever you want to do. But just get away from the task that you're doing and then you can come back to it or you can move on to a different task. So um, I hope that these tips have been helpful to you. I am trying to keep this episode short in the spirit of these 15-minute chunks of time. Uh, I really want to hear how you are implementing this in your business. And if you feel like you need accountability to do this, you know what? We have Werewacker Pete Society here for you. It is a monthly membership for women in the pet industry to help you grow your pet business online. And every month we have a different theme. This month for June, it is Pinterest for Petpreneurs, and I am here to help you and hold you accountable to making sure you reach your Pinterest goals. Honest to God, if you just spend 15 minutes a day on Pinterest, every day this week or one day this week and one day next week, just be consistent and do it for 15 minutes at a time. You are going to see your website traffic grow. That's what Pinterest is for. It is for your website traffic and more traffic to your website means more potential customers. It means more revenue for you. So that's why I love Pinterest so much. We don't, in Werewacker Pete Society, we do not just do things just to do them. (laughs) Every single month and every lesson that I teach or that I bring a guest expert on is designed to actually strategically grow your business online, not just to waste time and, and post stuff online just because you're supposed to, but we are actually doing things that will grow your business, like growing your website traffic using Pinterest. Next month in July, if you want to look forward to that, we are going to do a mid-year review. For the last two years in Werewagger Pete Society, we did an end-of-year review, and when I do my surveys every year, that's everyone's like favorite lesson. They love it so much. So I thought, let's do a mid-year review. If you set some goals for yourself in January, this is a great time to assess where you're at and if you need to reposition your goals. If you didn't set any goals, this is a great time to make some for the next six months so that we can make this year your best year ever. (laughs) I'm not just saying that. I really want this to be your best year. I want this to be my best year. So come join us in Werewagger Pete Society if you're interested. And even if you're not a member, let me know if you implement this 15-minute or 30-minute chunks of time, the Pomodoro method or anything else, how, whatever you want to call it. Let me know if you implement this time boxing and time blocking method and how it impacts your business. I want to hear about what you are getting done and how it's making your life better. 
And I want to thank you so much for listening to this episode. I will be back next week with an interview with an amazing and inspiring woman in the pet industry. Remember that uh, this year we are alternating weeks. So I do a solo episode one week and then the following week we have an interview. So make sure that you are subscribed to the show on whatever podcast app that you use so you don't miss an episode. And I'll see you back here next Wednesday.